Welcome down to this week's Plugged Golf Podcast, episode 31, mm-hmm. six of season two. Confirmed. Yeah. It's a different vibe. It is. To, or certainly today at time of recording, because we've never recorded at this time. What is it, half nine in the morning? Easter Monday? Yeah. Easter Monday, 9.17. So, what are you drinking? Oh, I've got a cup of tea. And you've got? A cup of coffee. Yeah, well... There we go. That is very different. I did. Uh, I considered alcohol. I didn't think uh, you'd be up for. You're playing no. golf later. Yeah. One. Uh, driving. Dog walk. Driving. Golf Too much later. going on. Yeah. For drinking yeah, at this time. Definitely not. So uh, I thought hot drinks. Hot drinks make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee. Coffee. Um. I tell you what. We played golf in the end. We did after last. Oh yeah, after last week, the, the day the episode um, went live, we we actually played golf. So yeah. we played terribly, didn't we? Awful, absolutely appalling. I mean, the, the first like, minute for you was you know, just a waste of time. Yeah. It? it was rust bucket. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I did play mm. then and didn't play like Got that. that bad round out of the way. Yeah, it's always going to happen. Yeah. Of course it was. We had months off. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, just awful. We enjoyed ourselves, to be fair. Yeah, we did. There was a couple of good moments. Yeah. But I very much, the next day, I was like, oh, I really want to play again, just get my sort of golf conscience clear of that, yeah. that bad round. There's too many, too many bad shots. Yeah. But, um, to be fair, we only played seven holes. <coughs> it was just a yeah, just a quick seven holes after work um, down Lock Bridge, and um, we played one to five, and then one to, one six, to six, sorry, and then, the and then up to the ninth. There was a few. We probably could have squeezed it in with the light, but there was a couple of groups in front of us that were playing really slow. There was yeah, three or four groups across seven and eight. Yeah. So it, I just don't think it was. It, we, we wouldn't have fit it in playing like that. But, yeah, we got into the ninth. There was no one there. No one, no one coming up the eighth. So, we weren't rushing there. Mm. And that was fine. We both played that all right. I was hungry as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, it made sense sort of leaving what we did, I think. Yeah. Um, and just got the cobwebs off a bit. Yeah. And then, and then you played again. I played Friday. Friday, yeah. Played all right, actually. Played better than... I did. But it's a different vibe, isn't it? Well, <clears throat> I shot 99, which isn't my best score by any stretch of the imagination. 10 over my handicap. It was 30 extra shots, but I was like, hitting my driver really well. I lost... I didn't lose any balls. Okay. I didn't lose any balls. I was very, very happy with that, actually. That's sort of good, but you shot 99 without losing any balls. Yeah, I know, yeah. So, yeah. obviously take the... Take the positives, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it it was, it was for like a couple of tee shots were just like topped and stuff. I was hitting my driver on the most part really well, so actually really happy with that. But playing again today, so hopefully, that. I need to work on my iron play. That's the big thing for me in the minute, really, because my my like, I, if I can hit my driver like I was hitting my driver on Friday, then that's fine. Yeah. What is it? Your mid iron, so you need work on. My mid irons, sort of, well, five down to about eight. Mm. Honestly, I just couldn't. I was hitting them, but I just wasn't hitting them any distance. I tell you what, my chi- actually, I t- my chipping was rubbish, and I three putted quite a lot. Mm. So actually, I need to work on everything really. Well, that's thing, and you haven't touched a, a Willingham green for months. That's going to be. A- they were running a bit slower. Oh, okay. But um, they just done the spiking thing with the sand and stuff. But it wasn't like they'd done that like last week or so, or a week before. So it wasn't too bad. Played the first day that it wasn't the winter tees. So we were back on the like normal tee boxes. It was actually yeah. re- like the tee boxes were in really good condition. I know it was, the, as I say, the first day mm-hmm. that they were in use, but it was really nice. Really, really nice. But... Yeah, I need to. I think I think I had about seven or eight three putts. Really, Do you think really that bad. is is just going to take you get or your new putt is going to take some getting used to. Or? Yeah, I need to get better at reading greens as well. Yeah, I mean that's. <coughs> I can't read a green for toffee. Apparently, that's I had maybe a couple, one of the hardest skills. Though. 
had a couple long parts for like the first part. And I sort of got close, but then the second part just sort of ran by, like only just, and then just sort of carried on going for a bit. Yeah. So, like, that was like the second part, and it's been like, oh, this third part's a bit tricky. Do you know what I mean? It's like, take a bit more time with this, and then I was slightly sinking. Then, like, on the 10th, oh no, the 11th, I hit this drive, like, way down there. Really, really perfect position, like, in the, in the fairway, literally about. 60 yards from the green honestly I, it was such a nice, such a good shot probably the best shot I hit all day and then like I said I had about 60 yards to the front of the green but the pin was like right at the back of the green <clears throat> so I hit this wedge shot and it wasn't very good and it just sort of hit the front of the green and luckily stayed there because it sort of campers back down towards yeah. you um, and then I just hit, and then I three putted and I just ended up making five and it was a bit like like if I'd have hit more wedge, mm-hmm. thinking about where the pin was, like I thought about yeah, where yeah. the pin was, but I just didn't. I was because I think I hit my forty-eight degree, which is like hundred yards. If I hit it full, so I tried to take some off of that, took too much off of that, yeah. and then I'm left with a really long putt for birdie, and then I end up three putting for bogey. So it's, it's annoying. It's like I actually hit a green in regulation, hit a fairway in regulation, hit a green in regulation, and then I still make bogey. It's just. I don't know. I, I'm hoping to improve on that today a bit. That's the big thing I want to take away today. I want to... Less parts. But yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to make some notes post-match and then uh, and then we'll, we'll address them next week. Yeah. <clears throat> um, did you watch any of the golf? I'm not going to lie. No. Nothing? I watched a little bit yesterday afternoon. Well, that was disappointing. I... Didn't watch any because I have already told Charlotte that I'm completely out of action next weekend because we've got a lot of stuff going on next weekend. So next Friday, I've got golf and then we've got something going on. Next Saturday, I've got golf in the morning and then we've got something going on. Sunday is Master Sunday, so I'll be completely out of action. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and very much once we've completed our sort of things that we're doing, I'm going to be watching the golf. So. I'm going to be very heavily watching golf next weekend. So I sort of wanted to give myself a bit of a a bit of a breather this weekend. Yeah, I managed to get a few hours in. Um, so sort of Saturday there was a delay because of okay. weather. Yeah, lightning. So I caught some um, probably between half nine and eleven. Okay. Um, and then. <coughs> Last night, the same same shot time, and so I caught a few hours. And tell you what, I was very happy for Spieth to be back. Yeah, yeah, so was I actually. I saw that bit like what we said last week, and can't quite put your finger on it. But some players are more likable than others. Yeah, and Spieth is just one of the most likable golfers for me. Hundred percent, especially where I don't know whether it's um, sort of broadcasters are choosing to do it more for him, but the amount of sort of insight you get from, from him talking to his caddy. Yeah. Um, like, it seems like a lot more than you see from saw a lot of anyone videos, else, really. I saw a lot of videos about that, where he's just, like, sort of commentating on himself. But, yeah, no, mm. it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, no, he, <coughs> he certainly made sort of for good, for good viewing. Um, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I don't know if he can carry it into next week. Yeah, he's had a pretty good start of the year and a lot better than his last... Four years or yeah, no, so. let's, let's hope so. Let's Three hope years, so. I think that would be good. Who have you got for next week? Are we going to be putting some bets on? I think we will. Um, I think, I think I will have some money on Spieth. Maybe because I want him to win. I don't know, but I think uh, he's sort of been there, there or thereabouts for what about six weeks? Mm-hmm. In, in, you yeah, know, in about half the events, maybe. <clears throat> um, then I think this will be a real confidence boost. Yeah, yeah. For him, winning at home as well. Um, and he's done it before, so yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good shout. I think I'll have five people. Oh I'll yeah, have, I'll yeah. Have five people, two pound fifty each way. Five people, two pound fifty each way. That's what we've done before, wasn't I mean, it? That's so twenty-five pound. I think. Uh, I think I have to put DJ in there. Mm-hmm. Just because I'll be annoyed if he does win and I haven't done it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because it's a sort of like work, like 
and then him winning on behalf of course he won his is almost the opposite where he's such a good player that his form doesn't matter no the, the, the fact that he's been sort of off his game for the last month doesn't matter no because it's just a different beast yeah. a different animal there he is yeah. last year's winner I think I've got that one in November I don't think I have the other the other three people that are currently up on the wall <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'm sorry Ian, but, uh, <laughs> You're the only one that I'll actually be playing there, but I can't have you. Sorry. Is he yeah. I assume so. I'd assume so. It's all Ricky Fowler's not. Yeah. Not good enough. Yeah, well, that's why I thought maybe. No, I think Paul Tritt, I think Paul Tritt is, because he was, he was at the the uh, match play, wasn't he? And that's the best okay. 64 or something in the world. Um, well, I was going to say <clears throat> was. Well, I've lost. I've lost it. What we're we talking about? The Masters. Betting. John Daly. No, it wasn't John Daly. <laughs> no, I don't know. Sorry. Well, one thing. Um, DJ's menu was announced. Oh did yeah. You see it? Yeah, I did. Let's just read through it. I think it sounded good. Yeah, I like the sounds of it. I, I saw some some people were. Um, some people had a few gripes with it, but was it appetizers, pigs in blanket? And lobster and corn fritters. I like that. Yeah. First course, house salad or Caesar salad. <coughs> Caesar for me. Uh, family style sides, mashed potatoes and spring vegetables. Yeah, sorry. Here we go. Here we go. Um, main course is filet mignon or sea bass. Ooh. And dessert, peach cobbler with uh, peach cobbler and apple pie with vanilla ice cream. Peach cobbler and apple pie, I love that. <laughs> well, I think <coughs> it must be or... And then yeah. the options. Yeah. But I'd be like, can I have both? Yeah, yeah, please? yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Can um, I each cobbler around by? Yes, please. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what we do. At the end of the episode, we'll go through our, our menus if it was if oh, it was okay. us. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So have a think about that. Yeah, okay, we'll yeah. Do that after uh, after the interview that we've got today. We've got a good interview today, actually. Do we have? Scratch golfer. Ben Clark won. Well, you'll hear it in the you hear it. Yeah, the yeah, that's not. This is a tease, but yeah. not a not not giveaway. Reading off the whole. No, it's good. It was good. I enjoyed. I enjoyed that conversation we had. Yeah, there was a few technical issues. Um, yeah. So just uh, just beware that if there is a couple of seconds pause, we we haven't stopped. It's, no, yeah. uh, it was just the internet, basically. Yeah, that's but what I'm going to blame that on. It's, it's all good. Yeah, it only happened a <clears throat> couple of times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got that. To get on to. Um, is there anything else you wanted to touch on before? I don't think so. We touched on golf. and We touched on golf. We did touch we're on golf. We're so good about golf. We've done that once or twice. Yeah. I think, I think we're all good. Well, we won't talk about the football this weekend. No. No, no good for you. No. Good for me. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't see your... I didn't see Southampton's result until, I don't know, about eight o'clock last night. Yeah, it's like oh, down at home. Yeah, honestly, because we had gone out for a walk. My brother was down, um, <clears throat> just for the just for the day, uh, and we went out for a walk with my cousin in the morning. And um, honestly, we, we were like watching the saw the result come in. It's like one 0 down already. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, obviously went on to win. Good win. No, oh, actually, I will touch on that. <laughs> Our result: We lost five two against West Brom. Uh, Thiago Silva got sent off at one, and when we were one 0 up, and we were just so arrogant from there. We tried to play the same system. I mean, we were sloppy anyway, but there was just no need for us to to do it. We opened ourselves right up. But even though he brought another, he sort of still tried to play the wing backs. We brought another uh, centre back on Christensen come on for Ziyech, and then. I don't know, we just we still were throwing bodies forward and then one all straight away we're like, oh we'll we'll still win, so we'll attack, yeah. concede the game. And then every time the goal went in, we'd done the same thing. And it yeah. was frustrating. But I'd rather it happen then than against Porto. So seven goals conceded now for for two calls, is it? Yeah, and this season we've conceded eight against West Brom. <laughs> but uh, on that terrible note I think we'll, uh, we'll save that for plugged football yeah we'll, we'll jump straight in with Ben Clark enjoy this 
George, how's it going with uh, PGHQ? It's getting there. It's getting there. It yeah. really is. Have the electricians been? The electricians have been. And who were the electricians? Maguire's wires, kind of. Maguire's wires? Maguire's wires. <laughs> they came with their wires and fitted out Plug Golf HQ. And they are Maguire's? They are Maguire's. Are they better than Harry Maguire? Well, uh, uh, electrician things, yes. Yeah. Not sure how they get on at centre-back for Man United in England, but to be fair, he doesn't play that well either, so... If you're in Sussex and need some electricianing doing, <laughs> contact Maguire's Wires. Maguire's Wires for all your electricianal needs. Right, we're here with our fifth interview of the season. Number five, we've got Ben Clark. Ben, how are we? I'm good. How are you, boys? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Do you want to tell everyone who you are and what, what you currently do? So, um, obviously, I'm, I'm Ben Clark, as you've already said. Um, I'm, a, I'm a golfer. I'm a student. Um, I work with you boys as well. Uh, not, not at the moment, but um, have been for the last year or so. Um, I'm at Brighton University studying sport business management. Uh, and obviously, I'm a golfer and I currently play off scratch. So, yes. I think you're officially the best golfer we've ever had on. I don't mm. think we've had anyone... I think Dave was the best, and now you've trumped Dave. Yeah, last week Davis was down to the two point something or other, wasn't he? Yeah, but, but never had a scratch. Go no, we haven't. You're the first one. I'm glad I'm the first. <laughs> Hopefully, the first of many from our side. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So let's let's start with the let's start with the golf. You say you're a golfer. How does that how does that start? How does it work? How did you get into it? So. My family is golf through through veins, through blood. Um, my great uncle designed golf courses, um, designed a couple. Uh, one one of them I know for sure was in Singapore. Um, love to go there one day and see it. Um, taught my granddad to play golf, um, and then obviously got my got my dad into it. And then my dad gave me a club at the age of two, plastic set, whacking balls around the garden, around the house. Um, causing mayhem um and then since then just you know I've, ever since i've got my own set when i was about five um yeah became a member of a club when i was about eight and had lessons ever since so yeah golf throughout the whole family so you're currently playing at willingdon yep and did you win was it club championship last year i won it in well, I've, I've, I've actually won it twice. I won it once in 2017 and once in 2019. 2019. So, yeah, last. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the last couple of years have flown by, so yeah, you're forgiven. Yeah. Um, so how does it... Did you always want to be... Uh, sort of get down to scratch and and try and play professionally, or...? Um, well, it's always been a dream of mine to be able to play golf professionally, Uh but I'd, I'd, if I was going to play golf professionally, I'd want to be, you know, playing for money. I wouldn't want to be teaching or owning a pro shop and be the one, you know, a club pro. I'd want to for my money. And um, I think it hit me when I was about 15, 16, within the county and within, within England games I was playing. Um, it really hit me, like, how good the standard was. And I realised that, Yes, I might be half decent and I'm not bad for my age and stuff, but there's so many good golfers out there. There's always something it. better. That's that's yeah. the thing. Like, you've always got to think, even even it, even like the world number one, like whatever, like you look at Dustin Johnson or whoever's at the top of the rankings at that time, he can always be overtaken and there can always be someone better. So it's it's, it's yeah. how how old were you when you sort of I don't want to say realise, but sort of decided that that wasn't going to be a path or are you still sort of thinking that you want to be playing for money on a tour somewhere? For me, it was when um, I was deciding on colleges. So end of school, I was really debating whether to go to the golf college um, or to go on and do a local college. Um, and I had quite a long think about what I should do with myself and whether it's the right thing. Am I going to get the right you know, grades and would it open up chances for me? And in the end, I decided I'm just going to end up playing golf for two years. And yes, that might be nice. And I probably would have got better, but in the long term, it probably wouldn't have done. So I went on and did A-levels instead. And yeah, probably around the age of 
15, 16, I probably realized that golf is probably going to be a hobby and something I probably will never earn money off as much as I'd like it to be. But um, yeah, I'm quite, quite content with playing amateur golf with my mates going off and playing in regional or like national events. That's I quite, I quite enjoy that. Okay. Nice. So, it's, it's sort of yeah. what we were saying, isn't it? Like obviously us to nowhere near the standard that you are, let alone the standard that's sort of above that. It's, it's like we were saying, like we just, our goal is to just be competitive within the people that we play with. If you can, if you can sort of play five rounds, so say there's four of you and you play 20 rounds a year, you want to be winning sort of five or six of those rounds. You want to be sort of, it's being competitive yeah. in the within your sort of realm of, of the of the golf. The, the it's always practice. nice with golf. Yeah, it's always nice with golf as well. You go out there and you know if you're playing with your mates, it's always going to be good fun. It can be get quite competitive. It's good. It's you know it's good banter. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the good things about golf is you know there's no running around. No one's out of breath and trying <laughs> to take the mick out of each other. You know it's it's a, a decent pace. Yeah. No. Definitely. So, where do you, career-wise, where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself going? Um, yeah. Um, see, I, I I find it hard to answer a question like this. I think career-wise, I would like to work in sport, ideally golf. Um, I thought lots of options. Pardon me. Um, I'd like to do something like my dad does. He's a sales agent for golf companies. Um, I think that would be that would be quite cool. I've seen what he does, and I quite like the look of that. Um, either that, or I'd like to run, you know, be within the management side, running golf clubs, or being a course manager, or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's actually links quite well to what I'm doing at the moment. So um, I'm currently on a placement within my university, and I'm working at Royal Ashdown Forest Golf Club. Oh, okay. So I'm there for nine weeks, uh, working across all the departments. Uh, at the moment, I'm within the greenkeeping department and I've been working with them for about two weeks and I've got another two weeks with them left. Nice. That's cool. um, so, yeah, it's kind of like a bit of an insight into the golfing industry and like golf club, um, like the, the private club and whether that's something I'd be interested in doing, really. Yeah, definitely. Greenkeeping as well as... As a note, we haven't spoken to a, a greenkeeper yet, but it's the sort of thing that we'd love to dig deeper yeah, into, wouldn't it? So, because um, that's another, it's sort of an aspect that goes under the radar. You don't always think, oh, you know, you look at a course, say how nice it is, but you don't always think about the, the people behind that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I'm the same as you guys. Before I started working with the, with the greenkeepers, I, you know, you'd go out and say, oh, this is a nice green, or the greens are cut well today, or, you know, that looks pretty. But I've really got a massive insight into the operation that goes behind the greenkeeper. It's, I think it's unbelievable. And I know there's always been, a, like, I don't know, it's like a funny relationship between golfer and, and greenkeeper. Yeah. Like, they never really cross, cross paths. And when they do, sometimes there's a, there's a feud between them because they're right up, the, up their asses while they're yeah. trying to cut the greens. But I've really got an insight into into what they do and it's, it's an unbelievable operation that they that they um they do every day yeah um a lot of hard work for sure yeah so, so i think it really helps me appreciate how how much work goes into the course yeah so would you say you're at royal ashdown royal ashdown yeah okay so how, how, is that just 18 holes practice facility or is it just so they've got two courses. They've got the old and the west. Uh, the old is their traditional, their championship course. It's a lovely course. Um, and then they've got the west, which is their one they've you know they've added on over the years. It's kind of, kind of like their their second course. Yeah. Still very nice. Um, not quite the old. And then they've got their practice facilities as well. Um, range, couple of chipping greens, passing greens. So, so yeah. That's the thing I think a lot of people sort of don't think about with with golf course management sort of the greenkeepers and stuff like they've they've yeah they've got to sort out the the course and make that look good but there's all that sort of practice facility the chipping greens they that's still got to be of a good quality and the greens have still got to sort of run a similar sort of speed to the to out on the course so you can actually get a true feel when you are practicing and also it's a lot of work for you know you can't 
be taking a, a you know, you can't really take your time doing it because they have to get people out on the course at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very efficient, they've got all very, very quick and good at what they do. I mean, I, I mean I'm, I couldn't be sent out there on my own. I mean, I've done it for a couple of weeks and I kind of know what goes on now. I mean, I've driven some unbelievable machines. That's, that's <laughs> been probably one of the best parts about it. Um, but yeah, I couldn't have been sent out, my, out there on my own. It's too stressful. They're working so quickly and under pressure with the, with the golfers behind you. And there's only so much daylight you get as well before golfers tee off at half seven as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. if you were to sort of follow your dad into that sort of side of things, do you know how you'd even get into get into that, or is it just a bit of luck, or who you know? I think it probably would be who you know, and as I, I'm quite lucky, and I've got my I've got my dad, who's obviously been in the industry for oh, I don't I don't know twenty five thirty years probably, um, and he knows a lot of people, and and he's worked for a fair few companies, so hopefully that would if I did want to go into something like that, he could get my foot in the door somewhere um, with someone or with a company. Um, that would probably be my way into that sort of industry. Yeah. So I suppose I hope you don't mind me saying, George, that you went for a job at Motocaddy, didn't you? Or threw your hat in the ring. Yeah. yeah it, it, looked looked like, it looked like an interesting thing to do, sort of being a, being a rep and everything. But they were, they were after more experience, which is understandable. Yeah. But it's one of those difficult ones, isn't it? If you don't, you don't get the job. How do you get experience in it? And and it's like you, so it's, it was yeah, it was more like a just sort of put put a CV out there, it's, see what happens. Not it wasn't like oh, I'm looking to move or anything, looking to leave work. I, I love it at work and whatever. But it was just like that sounds interesting. If that was a possibility, then maybe we'd see what happens. But yeah, there's obviously no. there's obviously limited jobs in that field as well. Yeah, definitely. so you do need a bit of a stroke of luck to be able to get your foot in the door. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, we've always looked at that and sort of seen it as a as a, a decent job within the staying within the industry, but moving around. And it's, it's a good way to sort of keep up to date with everything that's going on golf and sort of being in the golf world without sort of too much sort of um, travel if you're sort of travelling around with the tour or or too much sort of, I don't know, it just seemed like a good way to sort of be in the industry without mm. being too much in it. And meet people. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you meet a lot of, lot of professionals and a lot of, you know, all sorts of people, you know, people within companies and people within golf courses you get to know the managers you get to know the head the greenkeepers you get to know all the professionals assistants apprentices the head pros i mean it's a really good way to 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 get out there and see lots of lots of nice golf courses as well because yeah. you know within the southeast which is our region as you know you've got places in like in surrey and in kent where courses are unbelievable so yeah. it's it's a nice way to go around and really broaden your knowledge on golf and and see lots of different golf courses. Yeah. Nice. What a question we sort of asked ourselves before. If you, if you were to get a, a, let's go club sponsorship and a clothing sponsorship, who would you, who would be your, your brands of choice? Um, I think with my clubs, um, it'd have to be a slight mix in the bag, but I would 100% go for Mizuno irons all day long. Um, I've, I've used Mizuno for four or five years now, and I wouldn't look back. I think they do the best irons out there. Best looking, and I think they're the best feel. Yeah, and yeah I, I really, really rate the Mizuno irons. Woods would have to be Callaway, I think. Always Callaway. Um, I mean, all, all of the all the epics and the, the rogues and the... All, all sorts they're all really really top quality and I think they probably edge over most other companies as well um, and then putter I think it's really personal whatever works for you there's no there's no preference or anything I think I've, I've used a Mizuno putter for four years five years now and I haven't seen anything wrong with it I mean I like the look of other clubs Scotty Cameron's are lovely putters um, but it's whatever works for you really and then clothing, oh. Oh. I don't, I, I don't really know. I mean, I've, 
obviously Galvin Green is lovely, really, really nice gear. But I mean, after watching people on tour, you know, Hugo Boss is, I'd love to wear a bit of Hugo Boss, yeah. you know, Martin Keimer or like Lacoste, anything like that. I think that would be really quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, nice, good choices. It's something we've sort of spoken about before about the platter. It's not, you don't have to sort of have the newest or the sort of top end putter, but you, as long as you feel comfortable with it, it's, it's, it's one of the, one putter, one of the club in the bag that you really need to sort of have a good feel with and sort of feel confident stood over. And that's sort of the main factor. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've said it for the last couple of episodes. I've just bought a Mizuno putter for like a tenner on eBay and uh, mm-hmm. used it for the first time on, what day was it? Tuesday. Yeah. And got on with it really well straight away. Um, yeah. And yeah, really liked it. For a tenner as well, it was, it was a steal. Sometimes the club just clicks and especially with a putter, you really do want it to click because most of the time in your rounds, half your shots are coming from the putter. You yeah. think if you have two putts, two putts a hole, that's 36 putts and that's near enough half your shots in one round of golf. So if the you're shooting par, yeah. <laughs> like... you shoot yeah. I could two putt every hole <laughs> and that be half of my shots. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine with me. That's provided if you hit fairway and green. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, so, what do you think? Move on to quick fire? Yeah, go for it, yeah. I'll let you fire away. So, who's your favourite current golfer? Oh, um, Justin Rose, I reckon. Oh, no, yeah, good choice, good choice. Yeah. Happy with that one. Uh, who's your favourite past golfer? Tiger. Yeah, it's, I go. it's it's a weird one because someone someone gave that answer before hit like like in in season one and we were a bit like, Oh, he's still playing and then someone gave it in season two and it was like a couple of weeks after he had his car crash and it's been like we'll give you it now because it's I don't yeah. I don't know if he'll come back now. What what about you? What do you think? I mean, if he did, that would probably be one of the greatest comebacks of any sporting, you know, career. I mean, that would be unbelievable. I can't I see it happening. I really that. can't. Yeah. I think he's already got the greatest comeback of any sporting career with the back injury. Um, yeah. I mean, and then coming back and winning the Masters. But if he could do it again, it would just be ridiculous. Because it's not just yeah, that, someone having, like being in a car crash and getting injured for it. It's someone who's been injured for years and years and years then a car crash on top of that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we're all rooting for him to, uh, to come back. But I mean, if he did it, he, it really would be top of the pile for any comeback ever. I mean, that, that would be unbelievable. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so what's, what's your favourite course that you have played? I'm gonna to have to pick more than one. I'm, I'm sorry. There's uh, there's a couple that stand out to me. Um, Sunningdale, yeah, is lovely. Um, Royal St George's. Oh nice. We put there this year. Yeah, that's a that's a really really good good, good course. Tough course. Uh, another one I'd pick is Kingsbonds in Scotland. That is a really really good course as well. That's where they play the Alfred Dunhill Links. Oh, okay. They're one of the European Yeah, um, Kings Barnes. That's a that's a quality course as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Have you played much abroad? Not really. I've played in Portugal a couple of times. Um, I mean, you wouldn't call Scotland abroad, but yeah, I've played in Scotland. Um, but apart from that, no, I haven't played anywhere else. You've been, yeah, you've been a member in at quite a few courses in Eastbourne, haven't you? Or is it just Willingdon? Um, no, I've played all my junior golf at Royal Eastbourne because yeah. um, I had a lot of friends there um, who I played golf with and they were all members. And um, I played there since my first membership was there because my dad, my dad was a member and my granddad and my brother were members. Um, then I joined as a member at Willingdon uh, probably when I was about 15 or so, 14. I've uh, been a member there since then. And I'd also been a member at um, East Sussex National. Yeah. Um, I remember there for about three years, uh, from the age of about 15 to 17, 18. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, been, been around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What's, what's your favourite hole that you've ever played? 
Um, I think the I think it's the seventeenth. It could be the sixteenth, but I'm pretty sure it's the seventeenth at King's Barnes. Um, it's a I don't know how to describe it. It's a, a, over a it's like a, a headland in a in on the coast, um, and you, the tea's on one headland goes in and there's a massive bay and then the greens on the other headland the other side of it and like there's just a valley in between you and the and the green and you have to walk a really long way around the side and there's like a mini waterfall going through the middle of it and it's going that goes down to the sea oh it's just really really good if you get a chance have a look at have a look at it nice it sounds nice but yeah. i don't think i'd like to play yeah no especially no. it depends which way the sea is because I know what my bad shot is and I know which way I'd prefer <laughs> to. I know which way I'd prefer. What's your, what's, your, what's your bad shot, George? Big fat slice. Oh, uh, yeah, you weren't like that at all then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we'll stick, we'll stick to Willingdon where we can just about keep it in play on most times. <laughs> um, so, if you could play any course in the world, uh, what are you playing? We usually take out Augusta and St Andrews at this point because... Because they're sort of obvious. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would have said St Andrews, but the other ones, uh, I'd like to play Pebble Beach because I think that's quite iconic. Um, I'd also like to play, I don't know, actually know the name of the course, but it's where they play the Emirates in Dubai. Um, you know, the one with, one that's just been made within the sand in the desert. Yeah, I, I know the one. I know the one you mean. I can't. We had yeah, it, uh, yeah, it was number ten, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember, but I know that I know the course you mean because there's that every time they play it on the European tour, there's that great picture where it's like from the 18th tee box, and it's like the first year it was played to oh, like yeah. this year, and it's like the skyline has just got from yeah, like, nothing to the <clears throat> to just being like a built-up city. It's really mental, but yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's a good choice. Yeah. Well, or, Sawgrass would be the other one because yeah, I think that's quite a common. Like that one. Why St Andrews over Augusta for you? Home of golf, and yeah. I think of both of them are so. Um, St Andrews, you have to go through a, like a ballot thing where you enter in and you start pot luck whether you get in through the ballot. And I don't know. I just think that one one day if I got to play St Andrews, it would be like you've you've completed golf, you've played, you've played at the golf course where it all started. Yeah. So obviously Augusta would, would never say no, of course I wouldn't. <laughs> um, but St Andrews is where it all started. And it's just, I don't know, as I said, as I said before about the other courses, but that one really is iconic. That would be almost like completing golf. Yeah. That's no, a great answer. Yeah. To that good choice. yeah. yeah. Um, so you, I've played nine holes. Uh, you're at the halfway hut. What are you ordering food and drink wise? But and just for a bit of context, we've we've had everything from uh, what, what did you ever say pork, pork belly, pork belly, all the way to just like a cheese sandwich or um, like a protein bar. So literally anything goes here. Any drink, any food you want. I'd have to have a nice bacon bap, crispy bacon, bit of brown sauce. Um, yeah, in a nice in a nice bun. Um, and depends on how my round's going. If it's going badly, definitely a beer. Um, but if it's going well, I don't know. I'll probably probably just go for something like a you know like an Oasis or a Coke or something, just something nice and fruity or tasty. Sorry, that's not going to sort of interrupt the round too much. The bacon back. <laughs> yeah. So you got a round um, with any caddy you want. Doesn't have to be golf related, past, present, anyone you want. Who are you having? Um, I think it would be quite funny to have a missus on the bag because she's never watched me play golf, so that could be quite entertaining. Um, she'd probably watch my golf Tourette's come out. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I really enjoy having my dad on the bag. Uh, he's carried me quite a few times and. Um, in, in tournaments and in competitions, so I'd like, I like having my dad on the bag because he, he knows my golf inside out. So yeah, yeah. Well, either, either either my dad or, or my girlfriend because that that could be quite entertaining. Yeah, have you played a lot of tournament golf right <clears throat> outside of like club championships and club competitions? Have you played like a lot of like you were saying earlier about like England golf and sort of county level? 
Yeah, so I've played a fair, fair quite a bit of um, county level regional golf. Uh, I played for the Sussex squad since the age of eleven uh, until the age of eighteen. I haven't played for them. Well, I've played for the men's once, but um, not recently. Um, yeah, I played for since I was eleven, so I had seven years of junior golf, and I played in a lot of team golf. We 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 were quite successful at times, and um, played in a lot of golf um individually around sussex just in like you know sussex examiner um like you've got like the, the changsbury ring um winkley smith stuff like that and then i've also played at national with with the sussex squad where we've gone through to play in the six man which is where every county around england enters six people and we all play against each other um yeah and a couple of the other bits that i've i've done over the years as well nice is that is that where you sort of played um like King's Barnes and sort of different places like that and like St George's? Yeah. King's Barnes was when I with the, I went up with the Sussex squad when I was about 13. Um I think it was the men's squad and there was a few juniors picked from the under 14s, 16s and 18s. Uh and we went up there and they they managed to book us on four courses up there and we played four rounds of golf and stayed four nights and flew up and down. Um, and St George's, I was lucky enough to play with my dad and my brother. My, uh-huh. my dad sorted that out somehow, which was which was really really good. Like we were saying earlier, it helps being in the industry, doesn't it? Yeah, for that really sort of does. stuff. Yeah, no, that's another quick question. Yeah, really um, why why would you say um, sort of being a, a teaching pro is not for you? Uh, I I do I, I would teach, but I think it's what comes with it is the fact that you'd have to sit in the shop. For X amount of hours, and I've I've done a little bit here and there, and it's just not for me. Like I mean, I mean, it's it is good, and you obviously work your way up to be a head pro and get your full qualifications and stuff. But I think unless you're owning your own shop, um, it's it's not for me. It really isn't because the hours are, are terrible, and I just feel I feel like my, I'm wasting my time sitting behind the behind in, in the um, pro shop behind the desk, just when you know everyone else is going to play golf and other pros are out teaching like, I don't mind I like the teaching aspect I've, okay. I've taught a few before um, and helped people out uh, taught, taught juniors and uh, some stuff like that but that's what comes with teaching is that puts me off yeah, you'll have to uh, you'll have to come out of us on the course one day and give give us a little bit of coaching yeah happily I would, I'd love to come out and have a game with you guys I've encountered Ben a couple of times he's been at the first and I've been coming down the eighth and I'm on the first <laughs> with that big slice uh, but yeah no that's that's good um, so just just to sort of finish off um, what's currently in the bag for this year what what have you what have you got sort of from driver down to putter what, what have you got in the bag for this year so not much has changed from last year. Um, I've got a Callaway Rogue Sub-Zero driver. Um, I've actually got an old um, Mizuno three-wood, which is cranked down to 13 degrees. So it's quite a strong three-wood. I've got a two-iron and a three-iron. My old Wilson irons. Um, I, haven't, I haven't got rid of them because they work so well. And why change something if, it, if it's working? And, you know... Um, then I've got, uh, I've actually got new irons that I got last July. I've got the new MP20 Mizuno blade irons. Um, and I've used them since last summer. Four irons pitching wedge. And I've got two Mizuno uh, wedges, 52 and a 58 degree wedge T7s and my Mizuno MP putter. That's quite nice. Mizuno heavy. Mm. Yeah, big on, big on Mizuno. Yeah, nice. Like I said last week, we're getting a lot of Mizuno irons now, aren't we? Yeah. We're starting to see them. What's that? We've had three or four guests now, haven't we? Yeah. At least three. Yeah. But yeah. I think this is the first time we can actually ask this and it actually count for something. What ball are you currently using? Oh, yeah. I use the Bridgestone um, XS. Same one as Tiger. I had a feeling. Same one as Tiger. Yeah. Same one as Tiger. Yeah, fair enough. That's a good bag for this year. We'll uh, we'll definitely get a round booked in uh, once we can. Once I'm allowed on there. 
Yeah, when, when was that? The 19th. 19th. So we'll try and get something booked in over over the summer with the three of us. Maybe maybe get Max or Harrison involved. Get some of the boys from work down and we'll, we'll go out for a game. That sounds good. very good to me. Yeah, nice one. Yep. A few beers and game of golf. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Thank you very much for coming on. Cheers, chaps. George? Yes? Where'd you get your golf stuff? Your clothing, your balls, your shoes? Or me apparel? <laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. Well, I go to golf base. Golf base? Golf base. And what's that? It's your base for everything golf. So that's www.golfbase.co.uk? It certainly is. Golf base. Your base for everything golf. <laughs> well, I suppose if anyone should want to get £5 off, they can always create an account and use a discount code. Plugged 5. Plugged 5. Just make sure you're spending over £30. So that was uh, that was Ben Clark. I was. That was good. I really enjoyed it. I think we'll definitely be playing golf with, with him. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Honestly, we'll try and play with most guests we have uh, where possible. I think so. Obviously, Michael Arambar in Canada is going to be... It's going to be a difficult the one. The most difficult, but... As he said in his episode, he might be a Londoner mm-hmm. at some point. So that would be good, doable. Yeah, um, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed this episode. So did I. This has been fun. This one. This yeah, a good one. Well, we've got some good ones going forward, as we keep saying. Um, look out for a, a sort of bonus one over Masters weekend. Yeah, um, we've had so many brilliant guests recently that we're just trying to accommodate them all and Everyone, squeeze them all yeah, in. And uh, and then yeah, I think we're booked up for the next maybe four episodes. I think we've we've got planned, haven't we? And then yeah, 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 we've planned the next four episodes. Yeah, um, and that will take us into into May. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying being back to uh, at least one a week. Yeah, yeah. We we started off once every two weeks with this. It lasted what three four episodes. So and now we're three we're, episodes. We're now we're into one every week with with bonus episodes as well. Yeah, that's the stuff. Um. Now courses are open as well. There will hopefully be more content on on the YouTube channel. Yeah, there'll be bonus content for patrons. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've got good things coming. Yeah, yeah, good no, things coming. Good. Hopefully, a big win. <clears throat> um, monetary wise, uh, this weekend at the Masters. Masters. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. But when the fun stops, stop. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Should we get into our Masters menu? Yes. I'll yes, let you yes, go yes. first. Okay, so I have got appetizer. I've got oysters with a shallot salad and Tabasco. Uh, my first course, mussels, more marinier probably. <clears throat> just just a small portion each. Uh, sides, portobello mushrooms grilled with garlic butter uh, and triple cooked French fries for the Americans out there. Uh, main course, fillet steak. Cook blue. Yeah, man. What, that, that's it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. the correct way to cook it. Yeah, yeah. And but any vegetarians or anything that they're stuffed? Well, they can have the portobello mushroom. It's <laughs> a <laughs> chip. Just <coughs> one big mushroom. Yeah, they can have an extra portobello mushroom. Okay. That's then sorted. Yep. Uh, desserts, uh, tiramisu or ice cream cones. Waffle cones with good quality gelato. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Nice. You uh, went more detailed than I did. Okay. I, I like it. Um, I tried to accommodate sort of everyone. Okay. Uh, but maybe I haven't. Um, appetizers, calamari, or some sort of vegetable fritter. Yeah. If, if someone doesn't want the calamari, so marrow fritters, for example, as I <laughs> spoke to you about the other week. First course, to be honest, I've just stuck with his salad. Okay. Because yeah. you want something light and... Well, you can probably, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could clearly eat more than I can because I just try to stick to uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, sides. I've gone uh, roast potatoes and roasted veg, yeah, because I love roast potatoes, yeah, yeah. Um, main course, ideally, the steak and ale pie, oh, yeah, maybe it's not healthy enough because these people are athletes, oh, okay. but I know it's steak and ale pie <gasps> or a vegetable, a lot of them aren't pie. now, a lot of them are retired. <laughs> Chad Nicholas doesn't need to look after his weight anymore, does he? Uh, a, veg- a vegetable pie, if anyone's a vegetarian. Okay. Desserts, I've just gone for my favourite. Uh, so there's not an ice cream cone inside. <laughs> okay. It's creme brulee or tiramisu. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a big tiramisu fan. Yeah. Coffee feet. I think what, I want, I want that. I want that today. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, mum, if you listen to 
Yeah. Until this is released later <laughs> today. Oh yeah, yeah, possibly. Hopefully, today, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. People, we'll probably out. It'll be today. Um, but yeah, that that's that. Let us know what your menu would be. This is turned into the off menu podcast, which yeah, uh, I didn't intend. No, it was good. That was yeah. a good episode. Made possible this week by uh, our patrons. The same two platinum level patrons. Max Hollowbone with the underscore. George Stone Street with the underscore. Yeah, in the middle. Punk Golf with the underscore. In the middle. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, as we said before, the bonus content will now be... There'll be more. Celtic Manor is officially booked. Confirmed. Yes, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We didn't we didn't touch on that earlier. It is confirmed. August. August. Um, us two. Friends of the podcast, Joe Russell and Michael Hollywood. Are they confirmed? Yep. <clears throat> I spoke to Joe Russell from Peg Golf and he confirmed that him and Michael Hollywood were both in. Okay. So. Good, yeah. So we're uh, we're planning on getting some content while we're there. Um, Which will only be available on the Patreon. So mm-hmm. if you want to listen to it, that's where you'll have to find it. Yeah, and there'll obviously be more before August. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that's something to look forward to. Yeah. About time. us playing. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it on the the main feed, but the real bonus content of us being there with with the guys and all the guys all the maybe, maybe some videos and stuff will be only available on the Patreon so maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll add some of the bonus content into some of the cheaper categories so that people can still view the bonus content I think there. the bonus content is silver upwards okay maybe we'll move it down to bronze then and yeah maybe so well, people can well I think what it'll be is uh, <coughs> platinum get it first yeah then maybe three days later and just have a staggered mm-hmm. release. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry for that housekeeping. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, you know, it's find us on Instagram, as I said before, plugged underscore golf on Facebook with plug golf on Twitter with plug golf pod and join the plug golf society. I know we say it every week. Oh, I've had, a few, people, had a few people join over the last few days. Yeah, we're, um, getting, we're getting somewhere with that hopefully in the next few weeks. Um, well, yeah, we're speaking to uh, we speak to one of our guests in I don't know three episodes time hopefully yeah. uh, hopefully you'll be able to get it all sorted for us and get us booked in yeah. and we'll be able to we'll be able to do that I've had some interest um, from within the family as well so okay. I think I think it's going to be a busy old day of golf yeah I think happens. it will be all good I think so okay I'll, <laughs> I'll see you next time bye